Okay, we're starting section five. This is a very, very powerful section. Really getting to the nitty gritties and the details of how a person is successful in this quest of aliyah, consistent and constant aliyah in the world out there. So the first chapter discusses the power of society, which is the power of chevra, of influence, of society, of neighbors, of friends, all that community, all that place a significant and make a significant difference in how a person is able to look and ultimately steig in this new reality. So he says, an astute Rav once pointed out that Hasidim seem to fear much better than non-Hasidim making this transition from Kailo. So they heard of Hatzkos the same thing. So he offers a few reasons for that. And the first thing he says is that there's a natural sense of kila, we'll call it chevra, we'll call it community, we'll call it Cincinnati, that a chasidus offers. right? And different than, unfortunately, what's often out there, that the musag of kahila is something which is almost non-existent in the non-chasidus world, except in, in small communities. It's just a reality that there's a musag of kahila, which is very often not, not the case. <laughs> that was really that way. I don't know if they can just stay for another, but uh, that. Yeah. Meaning that, that, that it's, not, it's not a steer, they just do their thing wherever they are. So, so that, that's not an aspect. Okay, maybe it does connect to this as well, it, but, that's, but that, that is and uh, we know that's not really correct. Much of the person likes to believe. Um, I'm a man of deus, a man of conviction, a man of belief. So he goes to famous Rambam. This is one of the most, I'm probably all, all heard from a mashkichim back in uh, 10th grade when they hung around people that weren't exactly the best influence. The mashkich told us, this Rambam, I'm ringing in my ears. person. This is the derech, that's something which we can change. That's something which we have the ability to really have any influence on. This is the, this is the reality. Both in their thought process, as much as one thinks of themselves as an independent thinker who make, make their own decisions, and Maisav, after their friends and their chavra. And we act, again, this is not a, this is, not a, this is a fact. We act the way the people in our Medina act. Lefikach, and therefore the Rambam says, Halacha, this is an Ochaz Deis, not just a nice Ashkafa Sefer, this is an Halacha and Ochaz Deis. Lefikach, Tzarech Odom, L'Zchayr Vel Tzadikim, persons required to M'Zchayr Vel Tzadikim, Uliyashev Yitzel Chachamim Tamidim, to dwell among Chachamim constantly. Kedishyomim Masayim, Yisrachim, and Arishom, Ha'ochim, Mecheshach, and to distance oneself from the Sham, who go in darkness. Kedishyomim Masayim, and Masayim, and to learn from their ways. That those who go after Chachamim will become wise, and those who follow the fools will uh, follow as well. Even says if you don't find any way, go to a place which is Rachim and Aishav, live on a desert island, live as a hermit. 
don't. Uh, the purpose of the Shafer is to arouse people. By the way, you should realize that freeing a slave, which is a requirement in Yevil, is something which is very difficult. Normal human emotions. To be, help people strengthen themselves and really find the kayak and the ability to go and accomplish this mitzvah. So the that when you still everyone's doing this, this is what is a is a shafer that's blown, is a command to the entire Klal Yisrael, let, let you have it go. So something which became which was very difficult also becomes a little bit easier, somewhat easier. Fascinating thing. Nothing which strengthens a person like going with the flow, going with what people are doing. Everyone doing it. Big, and that's the uh, right, Aver, right there, it's Aver Anar, it's Kulam, it's 100%. Right, the person's, the Tzar Rabbim is, is, is a Nechama. Right, the person's, the Tzar Rabbim is a Nechama. So it's a fascinating thing, that this is done as a way of giving Chizak to Klai Yisrael, Chizak when they all do things together. That's the Ram, that's, that's the Chinuch. So he says, because of the power of social influence, the choice of where to live is a critical decision in positioning oneself to remain the better you like to be. Even without the attraction of doing as everyone does, it's fascinating, life today is so harried and pressure that people automatically follow the crowd, which means that to not follow the crowd, I mean, the Ram, I'm saying with Sias, the person is drawn after it. Is it possible to overcome that on some level for sure? But it takes strength, it takes a person who's thinking, a person who's analyzing every single decision, every single thing that's going on, and, and really potentially bucking and, fuck, and, and finding the try, the, 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 the trend, which is extremely difficult. So Ryan says that, you know, the more that we live a life which just doesn't give the person the ability to think, because they're just on the express train going through life, it, that's certainly an impossibility. Certainly something which is not even the realm of, of possibility to overcome anything which is... Because it's always going to be something. Don't ask. Don't think. Don't think. Don't think. think. It takes time and the presence of mind to chart your own course. That's certainly necessary to overcome this natural natia that a person has. So it says the first major decision is choosing a city neighborhood in which to live. Many outside factors play a strong role. Proximity to the job, ease of the commute, availability of affordable housing, quality housing, Proximity to family, etc. So, so we can override some of these factors in favor of finding a spiritual appropriate environment. Some you cannot. Some you just you, you, they're, they're not going to be able to be found. You can't have everything. Right? A person can't have all the miles of everything. Or I mean, next to the family in cheap housing in place we're going to have a good chevra and they have exactly and 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 fourteen restaurants when they need them. They don't want them all the time. They want the only activity actually to appear on certain days of the month, because those days, they need, if not, they don't want too much cashmere, so they don't want them to be around then. As you want the perfect, like, let's, let's 
carve out exactly how the city and stuff community should look, exactly tailor made for perfectly what I need. That's impossible. Right? So, therefore, the only way is to prioritize and make a list of what's more important, what's less important. So, he says it was no question on determine who would become and where children will grow up to be in terms of how the how the community looks. There are exceptions to which people overcome, obviously, but a wise decision is based on the norm, not on the exception. So a person makes an ex- makes a decision of where and what they want to be part of is going to be a crucial, crucial factor in terms of their ability to keep on keep on growing. And he says, what it's going to mean? Four feet nice at home, a rougher commute, a less desirable job. There's all things that may be part of, because... In, in the pecking order of what's most important is the most important thing that I have a less, right? People make a decision based on whether we're to live. That's a cre- you think about it, it's, it's really crazy. Uh-huh. Weather definitely is a factor in our thing. Uh-huh. We just in Florida on Sunday. We came from freezing Cincinnati. It was a schmack to walk around in Florida, 75 degrees, and not to come back to, and have to come back to, you know, to freezing reality. But the Maisa, it, if that's the only determination of a person's decision, it's a pretty shallow decision, I would say, in terms of whether it's very much you know, affects people, and certainly they don't call it, uh, it affects people's ability to be happy. But that's going to be the bottom line. I mean, firstly, if people made decisions based on that, there would probably a lot of places no one would live in. Right? So, LMI, it's not the most important thing. It's a factor. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice factor. And you know, it's a nice place to visit, nice place to vacation. But when we talk about terms of living, that, that that's not certainly the only factor to, to making decisions in, in that nature. In that, I, guess, I think uh, San Diego is, most, is known to have the perfect weather year round. It's like seventy degrees year round. Right? Florida is rather in the summer is atrocious. Right? Is, but San Diego, Taka has, say Spitz, right? So everyone from Taka lives in San Diego. So the truth is, if you would make small communities in San Diego, it would work. But I said that's not the reality. So we're not going to make decisions, decisions just based on that. And the truth is that it was a little further than I was mentioning make another point. He says, most of us end up living in an area large enough to offer a choice of shuls. So next important, the past most important decision is which shul, community to join. If they ask ourselves, are the people in this community seeking to grow in everybody's Hashem? Are those people even, are those words even meaningful to them? If we answer the affirmative, oh, we need to ask ourselves, can I fit into that community? Right. Is that something that I could I could be part of? Not cut from the same cloth as they are. Joining a community of Laman Vavniks is no purpose for someone who has no capability of becoming Laman Vavnik. And becoming a member of the Kila requires diving the Lord regularly enough to feel that this is my chevra, this is my my crap. People expect a certain standard of from you. What's important, you'll expect a certain standard of yourself. And it's fascinating. I wrote about uh, the first time this happened, I wrote about it for the uh Shul newsletter. The journey of Torah, so it ended up being a very different than than past. This is the ninth one, I think it was in some ways the most unique. Almost all of them until now had many more shir, many more places we went to, many more. It was like it was like, and here it ended up being some somewhat because of people who weren't available and out of town, and then someone got COVID. One of the shmagad. It ended up being much more limited in terms. Of, that was less it was less going places and and. Unless in terms of, and, but what I realized was that after all said and done, that's by far not the biggest to us of what 
the biggest source is, is, is the Chavashaf that's created. So Chavashaf that's as there when going for a joint purpose, really just to, you know, they, unfortunately, in the world there's a Muslim like, you know, a men's trip, a boy's trip, they go out to Vegas and uh, you know, have a good time. Hopefully that's the worst thing they do is gambling. And that's the, that's, that's one Muslim of like, and I was in a different city that, a different city. There was like a very, very common, like we used to have, you know, these, these trips that we used to take, guys used to take together, and I always do the most kosher of things. But I was here was like a really all gained around trying to gain, trying to grow, trying to everyone getting what they can. So, so it's an incredible thing. And like, when do we often in our even in day to day life don't have necessarily always the ability to gain this chavashaft and to gain this this chavra being part of something? So there's opportunities for that, you know. Kiddush, I always feel, is a real opportunity for that. It's a nice, beautiful... But like going on a full day, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's something special about that. And Baruch Hashem, it's been... You know, so it, it had that component in a very strong way. So no matter all the trappings, may, may not be there in the same way, but the trappings are almost just just that, trappings. Not, not the, the essence of what it's all about. Something which is... Uh, sounds to be very hush. So this is the, you know, this, this is the point in terms of Chavra, in terms of where, what, when, who, who am I with, what am I connecting to, and this is another interesting point, interesting point, he says, no less important aspect of belonging to Mokim Kavua, interesting, Rabbi Neustad mentioned this, he had a share in, uh, what was it, last legal holiday, by Mokim Kavua, a fascinating share, when he went through the sugya, like they just tore it apart, and the importance of, you know, it's a halacha, um, two places, about Makum Kavua and the importance of it and having a set place. Mamish, like to the point that, you know, we always say about should kick, kick someone out of your seat. It wasn't like kick someone out, but it's if you could do it in a way which is not going to be uh, rubbing someone the wrong way, you should do it. Maybe should, that, that, that's the, I mean, if it's within, if you'll be outside the Alamis. So within the Alamis is all for local, so the same Kavua. But this this music of. of right, that's one of the nicest that, right, that, are, that are brought. You mentioned that. So it's, you know, the idea of, of, of kriyas, and I mean, you're part of something. And it says that belonging to Makkah Kavua also means your absence will be noticed. Right? This, this is one area where social pressure could be positive. Someone told me, there's a prisoner who died of Kamaka. He can't handle it. If he doesn't come to Shafi, he can't handle it. Right, right. He can't handle it. Right. So he says that, that, that's the good part of the social pressure, yeah. right? That, that, his, his example was not having Shafi. Right. Right. His example wasn't, oh, he didn't come to the wrong mouth. Right, right. So this is, this is a very, very like, acute vert. He says that, when uh, a person's a Mokim Kavua, and he's not there, Kosh Baruch Hu's Mashal Boy. So normally it's translated, Kosh Baruch Hu asks about him. So he says in Slabotka, they said, Kosh Baruch Hu causes others to ask about him. That's the, that's, that's the word. This Happen from shul to shul, the private person of any sense of community and grow and cause them to lose down this most important asset of personal growth. This is again all this so those are certainly side benefits, but the main benefit is being part of something, part of Khervo, which is working has joint goals and, and aspirations and trying to accomplish something. And this is really a, a crucial component in a person's overall ability to 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 grow. And he says that even more important than growth. Uh, then community and, and, and surroundings and shul is the, is the workplace itself. You spend many more hours there than anywhere else in the workplace. 
And we invest in many levels, and our sense of self is battered, bolstered, and inflated by experience there. So, and this we, we mentioned this in the past. I right? have people there, of course, the vulgar, materialistic. So the behavior is going to have a, a, a effect on a person. It's not shaykh not to, as the Ramam said, that a person is affected by the people, the way they talk, and the way they act, and the way their, their value system, and the things they're involved in, things they've been talking about, things they're focusing on. And he says, even more so, it, it's almost, it's hard to see it infiltrating. So, you know, things, things which are black and white, Shabbos, Kashas, those things are black and white. Those, you know, if, if there comes up a situation, you have to compromise. Those things, that's like, there's a line on never crossing. But when it comes to the subtle influences of how people talk and what their values are, it's very, very subtle. It's hard to even hear it or appreciate it, making it really uh, a difference. And he says that they're intangibles. And sometimes they reach the depth of our understanding without even realizing it. And by the time we realize what happened, they have become part of us. And it really becomes a sense of who we are. He says that if it's like a doctor, if it's only situation that one has, the only choice one has. Okay, that's one act. Because I'll talk about like a dark achorni, that it's, that's, it's a reality. But he says, but often it's not the case. Often this the person has choices. And the choices, again, about priorities. You have a better job, but the environment's not the same. Better pay, but the people aren't, aren't, aren't the same. More opportunity for growth, but the... So how often are those factors in a person deciding where and what am I going to be doing? of who the people I'm with and how they act and what they talk about and what they're involved in makes a difference. And the ability to be involved among from people, right? If someone has the opportunity, maybe even sometimes with less other desi- other things that are not as desirable, but the fact of being among people of like-minded values and the way they act and the way they talk and the way they're their hug is, that itself is a, is a higher core value. And overrides things which may be more enticing, such as more opportunity, a better job, etc. He says that very often it's the good job, right, which is the higher economic and professional status, which may often be tempting and override the something which is not as exciting, but Lamaisa has a better environment. And he says people who grab the good job usually are aware of the pitfalls. They say that, don't worry, the great income will allow the children to attend the best yeshivas, marry the best bachrim, so they'll learn. It's the sad realities that our children read us only too well. For insight is the void of ruchnius, the hard time developing yearning for the spiritual world, even if our connections allow that picture to be taken of Chaim Kineski Shlita. Choice usually is not as stark as this. Even in more subtle situations, the choice needs careful thought and direction if necessary. So the three points that he mentions, which are, which are so crucial to a person's own... Right? Their community, their immediate chevra, and their workplace. All three making a very significant impact on how a person's ability to have. And he says that's really what one of the, the keys to really being able to hold on to our values is having, being surrounded community-wise, chevra-wise, and, and work-wise, all three of them, really the three components to bring a person to have that ability to have, to have focus and direction, keep their values, hold their values, and not be influenced in an unfortunate and negative way, which, which is so easy to happen when a person finds himself in any one of those three areas among people who have very different value system and different approach to life and, and the way they talk and the way they act and the way they express themselves. All those things make a significant difference. So that's key A, uh, key number one, in terms of uh, being successful in 
the world around us, as much as the chaver we surround ourselves with. We'll see you next week. Be'ezer Hashem. Key number two is a number of other ones, really, which is uh, very special and really very key to be able to be successful.